Hello everyone, I'm Mark Saxford and I want to welcome you all to my new podcast called People Behind Brands, brought to you by Making Websites Better. Throughout the series, I'll be opening up my little black book of contacts where I'll be joined by an inspirational guest from the world of business, getting to the bottom of what made them so successful. In each episode, I'll be touching upon the highs and the lows that every professional has faced along the way. To never miss an episode, subscribe to exclusive content now and follow us on our social media platforms. People behind brands. Life lessons from the world of business. Mine is not to reason why. Mine is but to sell and buy. A motto that our next guest lives and dies by. Mark MacGyver is the ultimate businessman, always looking to turn a profit. But he's more than just that. He's a family man who enjoys the finer things in life. But things haven't always been rosy in the MacGyver garden especially during lockdown. Let's go on a journey to find out more life lessons from the world of business. Hey, Mark, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. How's it all going for you today? Yeah, very good. Yeah, thanks for having me here. I'm thrilled and humbled, really, to, to, to come in and uh, say my piece. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Good to have you on. Uh, where can our listeners, listeners find you to say it looks like you're at home? Yes, I am. Yes, yes. Um, I'm current, I've got a, like a back office, uh, which I'm sitting in. It's nice and quiet. So, yeah, gives Excellent. me some that. Uh, time to uh, get some uh, inner thoughts <laughs> indeed yeah this is the first time we've ever spoken to mark yet i've heard many good things about him through those that know him and those that have worked with him over the years mark is the managing director of c2 group a tailor-made visual marketing business who look to transform companies so they stand out from the crowd growing and achieving constant success mark describes himself as a marketeer property sourcer investor and developer a successful individual who will no doubt take us on a very own journey through life and business. So, Mark, let's get amongst it and give our listeners more understanding about you. Talk to us about your working background at C2 Group and where it all started for you. Okay. So C2, C2 uh, is, is the business of where we're at now. And uh, uh, I actually have multiple companies within the group. Um, but taking it back and where it started for me was uh, really, I suppose it goes back to my school days in terms of like my business journey and where I was going on a personal journey. But uh, it started really for me when, when we when we were children, I, I, I took up a paper round and I basically uh, I bought once I got paid for my paper round, I, I, I got the money to be able to buy some sweets and under, undercut my tuck shop. So <laughs> for me, the early days was uh, for, for in terms of like uh what I learned was I learned to sell. Someone said to me, you're the best salesman I've ever met. You le- I learned to sell. It wasn't natural. I learned how to sell. And for me, it, it was the, the start of my journey of turning a profit and uh, learning the skills of, of, of basically selling to earn money. So, and it become forever a lifelong journey for me um, in, in sort of building, buying and selling anything I could get hold of, really. Uh, trying to turn a profit. That was where it was at. Trying to build more money, save more money, move on to something else, keep on going, keep on sort of pushing forward. And um, I kind of, uh, I, I went through a kind of survival type job and did various different things which weren't for me. Um, and all the time I was buying and selling on the side, trying to sort of build up another uh, enough to really start my own venture. Uh, and uh, at the age of 26, which was quite some time ago now, um, I was the uh, youngest person at the time ever to buy a franchise. 
um, and we set up a print franchise and was part of an American company that we're just setting out in the UK. And, we're, and I was the youngest ever franchisee in the, under the British Franchise Association at the time. And uh, these guys really floated my boat because they really, being Americans, they knew how to sell. And that then took me to a different level and a new phase and a new journey for me in terms of selling. But we were a print-based franchise, predominantly selling print, ink on paper. That was our, our USP, our selling point at the time. At that point, there was no internet. Internet. <laughs> the <laughs> things we have today they just run around so um uh, then that was my start of my journey my, my my real business journey building that well, I was wrapped around that for about five years um but for me it was never enough and the franchise could only take me to certain levels but I always want to get better I always want to succeed more uh, for me a constant thirst for success uh, and the franchise took me to a ceiling. I got to a ceiling level where I'd sort of hit a cap and I knew I had to move on. So I brought in another director. We set up another big print manufacturing type business setup. We we, evolved, we, we brought the companies, fused the companies together um, and then started on another journey, which was predominantly print based, building up um, our own entity. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, and evolved it into what is now C2 and the C2 group, which has many different arms, not just print base, but uh, has many different arms. And uh, yeah, we've changed and added lots of different things, uh, signage, uh, exhibitions, digital marketing, lots of different strings to our bow, all wrapped around helping businesses to sort of move themselves up the ladder, so to speak. So that's for them to achieve. Cool. Um, so what would you say is your driving business and the achievements you, you're proud to share with us today? You obviously, you know, talked about there. So what would you say those, those that your drive is? Well, my drive is I've got a constant, it's, it's a relentless need for success within me. I need to do better. We always need, you know, when we get somewhere, it's never enough. There's a quick celebration in my mind, but I'm always thinking about how do we do that again? How do we get further? If we win that battle, how do we move one more step? How do we take the needle and push it forward that bit more? And that's a that's a personal passion for me and something I like to push through my team and, and develop, always try to be developing a, a higher performing team going forward. So that 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 starts starts with me. It started with the print franchise. Um, we took on we took on the, the franchise, like I said, when I was 26 years old, uh, and we basically smashed all the records. We were the highest turnover company, the best sales in one month, uh, the best performing employees. We were British Franchise Association Franchise of the Year, won all the awards, but it wasn't good enough. It was never enough for me. I needed to just go on and go on and go on. Um, and that that's it's it's like a it it, it's, it doesn't ever stop. For me, it doesn't ever go on. It's just a constant, constant need for just being that bit better. <laughs> so before we come on to more about uh, C2 Group, you've also had success in property sourcing. Uh, just obviously talk to us a bit more about this area of your work. So uh, I've been around property. I, I put in, in all, enabling me to buy the business when I originally did that when I was 26. I went into buying and selling properties uh, back in the very late 80s, early 90s. Um, and uh, I, I learned quickly. My father was a builder. I learned how to I didn't use any of his resources, but I'd been around it. So I, I knew how to. To, to, to refurb, to, to build, uh, to, to buy and sell. And I, I, did, I did a bit of that around the sort of, around the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and then I started my business uh, when I was 26, about 1996. And then I went back to property. And then what I've done is I've actually utilised the skill sets of C2 and all their marketing to, to uh, bring in the property type deals 
sorry, bringing the property to the property company, if that makes sense. So I went on a, a reskilling uh, myself, bringing a lot of knowledge to, to the table in terms of um, what, what I needed to know about new ways to skin the cat, so to speak. And then I was lucky because I had the C2 company, which uh, is a full-out marketing company, both sort of physical and digital type products. And I utilised them to bring in property deals. So it's helped me and enhanced me and armed me with ability to go into property quite heavily. So, and it's actually a personal favour of mine. Property is a big, big thing of mine, which I really, really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to come on to that. So obviously you've got the property sort of background, you've got the marketing and the sort of print stuff as well. So if there was one sort of area that you could pick that was your favourite, would it be would it be the property? It, it, it kind of, it, it really, it's property and marketing. I really do like uh, seeing other people thrive. I really do like uh, embellishing people's businesses in whatever way we can, whether that's making them look good, whether that's putting in a plan to help them develop their businesses to get to a high thing. So I think it is, I'm torn between property. I love doing property. I love the projects. I love the deadlines. I love getting stuff over the line. But I also love that within the C2 group because there's many different arms to it. So it, it is, I'm sort of pulled between the two if I'm on it. So as the managing director of C2 Group, it's fair to say you've had some real challenges most recently during COVID. I'm told you took the step to reform your business. So just talk to us about what has obviously been a stressful and demanding time, but how you overcame that period. Yes, but stressful, very, very stressful. Uh, I mean, we were smashed overnight. We literally, businesses just were closed. It was, if they're not promoting, our business turns off the taps, it's shut down. And uh, we took on a lot of debt very, very quickly. We had... Uh, Three big nationals, one after the other, fold on us, go bang, 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 took a lot of debt on. Companies that we believe it or not, we've been dealing with for 25 years had a, a big spend with us, but we also had a lot sitting on our, which they owed to us. They went pop almost overnight. Um, and together with turning the taps off for, for generally for all of the other businesses, it was a very, very bad time for us. It, it presented us with a whole new set of challenges, uh, which we had to overcome. Uh, and we had to sit down as a team and look at what um, what we what it was going to look like, what we thought the future was going to look like, and how we could play a part in that, what our businesses was, what business was going to do. And I was very fortunate because I had the property side, uh, sourcing deals, sourcing land, sourcing uh, properties, residential, commercial. So what, what I did was I sourced a big house with land and outbuildings, and I was able to um, cut from where we were before with the C2 was in, was in a commercial building. And we were able to give notice on that building and uh, buy another property, which we moved all of the C2 business into. Which, so basically where I live now, the other side of like, it's like a mini farm here, but down the other side, there's outbuildings, there's offices. We've converted lots of different uh, workshops to be a manufacturing area. And, it, and it's made us more efficient, more cost effective. It's enabled us to climb through the pandemic. And now we're at the sort of the end of the pandemic, fingers crossed, hopefully. Mm. Uh, we're in a position to re, redo the future, look at the vision and see what the path is going forward. And, and believe it or not, that's what we're doing on Monday. We're looking down, sitting down and saying, right, where are we going now? What is it going to look like in two years, five years, et cetera? So, so yeah, so we reformatted everything. We restructured everything. We broke down costs. Um, we sort of, we, we learned to, 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 to get through it. And now we're looking to go beyond it, so to speak. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, you're on a path to kind of success and getting out of COVID uh, successfully. So how, yeah. would you, how would you say the pandemic has affected you personally, though, rather than business? 
so personally, uh, at first, it was a massive shock to the system because it was a bit of a kind of right. Okay, uh, we've everything's been turned off. So it was a mat for me. It was a massive uh, time for reflection as there was a lot of worry, a hell of a lot of worry around that time. Um, so I, I, I looked inwards. I, I sat down as an individual and thought right okay what do I have to do and I personally um, wanted to use the time when we weren't busy with work to, to 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 knowledge up basically to take on new knowledge and I wanted to to skill up so I did took on a lot of new courses uh, I read a lot of books I'm forever but forever taking on books audios webinars lots of different courses on property on sales on marketing on you know, following different people doing different things and for me, it was a lot of reflection time and a lot of skilling up time. Uh, and as we're, so within the, also we were on the move because we were moving the business and skilling up. So we used it as a, pr a productive time, but not in a sales turnover type of way, more an inward look at the business and getting every, everything changed and getting, getting everyone up to speed on new skills. Yeah. So use the time in, a, in a, a progressive way, not in an external sales way. Yeah, I think I think it's a, it's a good way to do it. You, you know, or you're just sort of sitting there and you're you're worrying about things or whatever else. But you know, it's it's that sort of time that you can use to your advantage, I suppose. So you know, if the, if the recent yeah. pandemic has shown us anything, it's it's to be grateful for what we all have and something that I'm sure none of us will take for granted anymore is our family and loved ones. So, what effect yeah. do the the important people in your life have on what you who you are today and how you do your business? Yeah, great question. Yeah, that, I mean, this is something very close to my heart. Is is up is my family um we have five grown-up children uh which present me with lots of challenges uh three girls two boys um uh which it, where, where we're living now where we've got the business wrapped around us where we are multiple companies it's uh it has its challenges but i ha i have i have my wife um she's my rock and my life and my, my support mechanism and she's incredible and, and without her I, I couldn't have achieved half of what we've done and she's she she's in my life she supports me in everything and, and I'm really grateful for her really and the family and, and what we're able to do uh we have sons working in the business and they take a lot of accountability for things um which has been good but um yeah the family for me is 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 a big thing is where it's at and you know we we all we all enjoy stuff we we go through the ups we go through the downs and uh, and like I say my wife is is the biggest supporter of me and and she has her own company now she's starting on her own journey and uh, I'm supporting her and giving her back what she gave to me over the years which has been fantastic but uh, yeah yeah sounds nice um so as I'm sure you're aware having listened to our previous episodes the aim of this podcast is also to focus on some of the more testing times that we all go through at some point along the way in our personal lives which can sometimes give people the drive to su uh, succeed what would you say are some of the difficult challenges you've experienced that may have impacted your life that you wouldn't mind sharing with us however big or small they may be yeah yeah good question well, the, the, the... The, the challenges I've, I've, I've talked about earlier, we, we've, we've been through through the full business cycle of problems. Uh, everything that could be thrown at, at me as an individual, at us as a team, has we've gone through that, and and it's made it's, it, it it makes you look at things in different ways. And you've got to have sort of you've got to build. There's two ways to look at it from my point of view. We've had to survive. And now we're putting in uh, a vision to, to thrive. And I think they're two very different things because there's a lot of businesses out there that are surviving. They've got a mindset of they, they might be like relentless in what they're doing. They might be getting out there. They're ticking the boxes every day. They're doing stuff, being thick skinned, 
driven, having passion. But when you take that up a level and you want to uh, thrive, there's a whole new different set of skill sets which you have to learn. It takes on a different meaning um, and a different mindset, a new set of rules uh, and are really changing you into a different person because you know, you, you really need to develop like a thirst for knowledge, a, a thirst for uh, something new, new ways, new meanings, et cetera, et cetera. And, and there's kind of like a set of rules which I follow. I, we, we really always develop a clear vision of where we're going to go. That's been very, very helpful. And knowing what the future looks like, so what it could look like or what it's going to look like. And to work towards that, I feel, is very, very important. Um, being very flexible with your business, I think, is very important. I think now, today, a lot of businesses have to, the buzzword is pivot. And I think that's very, for some people, they haven't had to do that. For some people that are being annihilated, they, they, they should have or could have. And they needed to have that in there be able to do that because when we were back as just a print company we, we weren't flexible at all we were a one-trick pony and we didn't have the ability to pivot at all and we've developed that now with c2 the c2 group has many different arms pulling in sales from different different areas and, and i think me as an individual behind the brand i've had to de- you have to develop emotional resistance you really do you have to the, the bigger you know, we we we're a multi we're multi business owners uh, and you have to develop that emotional resistance you know whatever the size of the business you're going to deal with crap every day you have to learn to deal with crap the bigger the business the bigger the the entity the more crap you'll deal with every day and you have to get used to that and grow grow to love it and learn to deal with them as challenges and see them not react to things and you know look at it in a different way and then around that you have to develop a lot of discipline in terms of creating better habits and getting consistent with them. So these are some of the things that uh, I've had to develop to, 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 to overcome the challenges of what we've had to get through. And then obviously having a high performance team uh, and always trying to better that team uh, is key to, to, to really having success. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you obviously mentioned your family there. You've got, you've got five kids, so obviously they're growing up now, but from obviously them growing up has, has that kind of, you, you've obviously got the dad, as Mark McGyver and you've got the businessman as Mark McGyver. Yeah. So has, is there, is there kind of that little uh, friction there that obviously, you know, if the kids are growing up and then you've got your business, how, how do you, how do you become two of those people? Uh, yeah, it has, it has its challenges because, you know, you're getting, finding a work-life balance is very, very difficult. Uh, my work is my life. It is a big part of what we do. And 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 having the ability to sort of ch- to, to, to change around that. Um, like we have the family within the business that we have, uh, like I say, our, our, our kids are in the, within the business, not all of them, but some of them. But um, yeah, the, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult challenge. It's something we have to, it's not always easy, but you, you, you have to be flexible <laughs> to mm. overcome it. But um, yeah, we, we, we've developed the skill sets to, to, to get around this and to, to, to grow together as, yeah. a, as a family, as well as a team with the, with the, with the, uh, with the business. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's clear that you're obviously a busy man with fingers and many pies, but when it comes to relaxing or time away from the world of work, what are your passions in life or how do you like to unwind? Unwind. My wife and I spend a lot of time walking. We love being out in the country. Um, we, very, we've, we enjoy the Lake District, which we do 
regularly take breaks. We we put them in, we book them in in advance. We'll have a weekend at the bare minimum or a week away and time to reflect, time to get out with our dog. Um, and then we also enjoy fine dining in great hotels. So I like to say the best of the best and yeah. eat the best of the best as and when we can. But uh, food is very big, as you can see. <laughs> food is a big part of my life. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we really do enjoy uh, going to some really nice places to stay uh, and eat some really good food. I find that de-stresses us. Yeah. So what's, what's your kind of passions? Do you have like a hob, uh, like hobbies or anything like that you enjoy? So I love to shoot. So yeah. where I at, where we live on the farms, where we live in the, we're kind of uh, out in the country. Um, I enjoy shooting. So we clay pigeon shoot or we go out um, on pheasant shoots, which are really good. And uh, everything is eaten. It's all sustainable. It's great. But the, my biggest passion is the dog. So I love training the dog to go and pick up and bring stuff back. So uh, I'm very much into the dog and uh, do a bit of shooting on the side. Used to be into golf, but shooting's taken up uh, a big uh, part of uh, part of it now. But the dog training is something that really I enjoy. Yeah. I find it really de-stresses me so uh, yeah really enjoy it. Uh, Mark thanks so much for coming on the podcast and giving us an insight into your world it's been a real pleasure listening to your thoughts and experiences I'm sure many business owners listening out there can resonate with your challenges during Covid and fair play for obviously getting back on the horse and crap and a whip to go again so is there anything you would like to add or any particular sort of life lesson that you live by today? Yeah the, the I would say that if you're going on a journey of business and you want to be successful, it is never ending. You've got to be ready to, it's got to be a constant pursuit of success to bet to better you as a person, to better your team. There's going to be pain and suffering. Uh, there's going to be a lot of crap to deal with, but that is the gateway you want to a better person, to a better life, to a better business. And I would say that, it's never ending. So develop a, develop a mindset to be able to deal with that and don't stop. Yeah. Well, thanks to Mark for another fantastic episode on people behind brands for marketing and print made simple. Visit the C2 group website, www.c2.group. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at podcast PBB or search us on LinkedIn and Facebook at people behind brands podcast. Join us next time for a brand new guest who will be providing their life lessons for the world of business. So that's it for this episode of People Behind Brands. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you want to get in touch, follow us on our social media platforms. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to our exclusive content now. Join us next time for a brand new guest on the podcast as we explore yet more life lessons from the world of business. We'll see you soon. Ta-da!